hey there, fellow nerds and ne'er-do-wells. I'm AJ, and welcome to the Adventurers Anonymous podcast, the home of improvised fantasy fucknuggetry. Come join us week by week as a rotating cast of geeks sip cocktails, play Dungeons and & Dragons, and dance around the boundaries of common decency. As ever, I'm duty-bound to remind you that the content from here on in is not suitable for little ears. What follows is mostly improvised and entirely inappropriate. And you know what I'm going to say. Listener discretion, as always, is advised. You've been warned. It's just wall-to-wall filth and smut from here on in. Well, 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 listeners, a little birdie tells me that we have a full house tonight, and that can only mean one thing. Someone dies. First up, coming to us live and direct from Finland, is the man the local Finns like to call Pasan Nuulia. I think you've got your Google Translate stuck on Eskimo. (sighs) It, It means asparagus liquor. What? Say that, say that again. Pasan Nuulia. Does it fuck? In what language? In Finnish. <laughs> Every time AJ does this, Matt should should give him a rating on his Finnish pronunciation. I didn't use a German accent this week. I didn't no, you be did. like... You went French, though. No, you didn't. Ah, uh, Pasan Nuulia. Isn't Pusan like a chicken or something? Yeah. Pasan. Pasta. Press the button. Make, make the lady say it. Passant Make the lady say it. Nuolia. This. Hold on. AJ, so careful right now. Make me a lang- language check. <laughs> Roll with disadvantage. <laughs> no, Google doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bin fire listeners. I'm disappointed in my entire life. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm hurting too. (laughs) Fuck it. Right, let's see if the next one's any better. Next up, we have a lady who likes to spend her spare time with her capybara, colouring in books, sipping chilled glasses of sweet rosé. It's Chanel Williams. Capybara. Yeah. Capybara, capybara. Hello. Good to see you. Uh, That's not even a lie, because I bought you a capybara colouring in book for your birthday. I excel. I'm absolutely nothing, but I do love capybaras. They are the, they give the least amount of fucks of any animal <coughs> I've ever seen. Zero fucks. Unlike the Finnish. Did you just refer to Finnish as animals? You are a very strong colorer in. I watched you color in for an hour and you, you stayed within the lines the entire time. They say romance is dead, eh? <laughs> When you're when you're forty years old, Lewis, you'll understand. All right. Shut the fuck up! I'm not forty years old yet. <laughs> you're right, in that camp right. with your own granddad. <laughs> Don't call me granddad. What kind of gilf do you take me for? Right there we go. Next up, we have a man straight out the 1980s. It's Black Lace's very own Chris. Raga do 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 push pineapple shake the tree. Raga do 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 push pineapple grind coffee. <laughs> that's that's some good shit. That's I don't know what to say. I've won. I've have I won back. Have I won uh, back from the finished debacle? Very good. That's fantastic. <sighs> Please move on. <laughs> I'm back up in the polls. Okay, next up, we have a man. Many of you will know from his recent documentary called The Very Horny Capitalist. One man's journey to fill out his tax return and declare his annual yearnings. 
Do you want to do that? Uh, no. He's a, ho- he's a honey capitalist. He's got in your yearning. No, okay, boo. Okay. Going back Fuck. down, back down to the basement of puns. It's not ragadoo too, but it's 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 all right. It's better than. Aga, don't. It's better than most of your jokes, to be fair. Okay, okay, thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm going to drink every time a joke doesn't land. I'm going to be hammered by the end of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> and last but not least, we have the Prince of Perversion, the Lord of Louche, Saint Smut himself. It is Mr. Lewis Budden. It's been too long. How the hell are you? I'm good, mate. I'm doing really good. I really enjoyed all of those nicknames. I'm going to keep all of them and put them in my, like, Twitter bio. They're fantastic. Saint of Smut. Mmm, delicious. Just Saint Smut. Just Wait, Saint was I the horny capitalist? Yeah. Oh, yeah, mine are way better. You never, you never said my name, so... <laughs> You're the horny capitalist. <laughs> oh, shit. What what manner of professional production drink. do you take this Drink, drink, drink. <laughs> When you, when you first said that, I thought you were going to be talking about Lewis. I didn't really... <laughs> no, I did I did some shitty one-liner about the, the, the very horny caterpillar the other week, and, and Mr. Neil reworked it as the very horny capitalist by accident. So. Did I? Just a deep cut for the listeners, for the long-term listeners who, are, who stayed with us. <laughs> Unlike me. Yeah. Or me. Uh, or Lewis. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I know you listen every week. So, a recap. Last we left off with our intrepid adventurers, they had found themselves hunting down a vampiress in a backwater village that was still recovering from a brutal murder. All that whilst trying to clean up the wreckage left by the village's annual fertility festival that had only just finished the night before. And so the adventuring party went off in search of Hanash, who had gone off to check the local church for silverware a few hours earlier. On arriving at the church, the adventuring party found signs of a struggle. Well, they found a smashed mug of tea and some crushed ginger nuts. But you get the idea. They could only assume that something foul and sinister had happened to their green amigo and rapidly started searching for further clues. Whilst all of this was going on, Hanash awoke groggily, bound and tied with a bag over his head, a piercing pain coursing through his head from the drugs that had been used to knock him out by the reverend Yarmolenko. Mostly blinded by the bag over his head and restrained hand and foot, Anash attempted to free himself. This was swiftly cut short by his poor dice rolls that saw him hop bollocks first onto the corner of a table. It was at this moment that he sensed he was not alone in the room. Now what happened from there on in is one of the most creepily erotic tales ever told. It involved, amongst other things, Hanash licking undead fingers. But long story short, our green friend quickly realised that this was no stag do gone wrong and that his very life was at stake. He tried his very best to escape, realising in the process that he was being toyed with by none other than the vampiress herself. But alas, his best attempts to stop her were in vain. As she held his neck in place with a vice-like grip and sank her fangs into his supple green flesh drinking his blood. And that is where we will pick up with this week's episode. So yeah, so we're just going to kick things off. I'm going to say right off the bat, Hanash, you took eight points of damage from getting a pair of pearly white fangs in your jugular. Thank you. You drift off in pain. Somewhere between bliss and pain, you find yourself drifting off as the advances of the vampirus suckling on your neck 
take you to a, a weird place. Yes. Can I try and um, pray to my um, chaos god? Um, oh, didn't you do that at the end of pick, the last episode? I try and get in a. It was I uh, go into my dream. I want to try and be able to talk to Jerry while drifting off or whatever. I'll allow. I'll allow. Uh, make me a religion check. Sure. Loving this. Eighteen. Eighteen. As you hear the voice of Jerry going, No! 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 Stay with me! Jerry, I gone done fucked up! <laughs> As you hear Jerry going, Go to the dark! Go to the dark! As you see a brown and warm hole, like, <coughs> that, directly like a tunnel, as he's like, stay for the light, go to the dark! As you find yourself drifting with the voice of Jerry in the back of your mind, we're going to leave you hanging on by a thread to this life. As we pick up with the rest of you all who are hanging around the smouldering wreckage of a mausoleum, Belsia looking particularly sheepish. I'm not sheepish. <laughs> As Edith, one of the village elders, is picking up burnt bones and trying to put them back in their respective uh, coffins inside the mausoleum. She's like, Well, I had you down as a gentle crocodile, but clearly you have impulse control. Problem. This crocodile's got claws. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Matt, not everything you say can be a punchline, just statistically speaking. <laughs> when it's delivered in a monotone by an accent it's, it can be I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's proven us wrong he's defying <laughs> science yeah. I think if he can't think of one he'll just stay silent <laughs> I'm not going to respond he's a comedic sniper Matt just sits on the rooftop just waiting for the moment to, to squeeze the trigger pew pew pops the sack on cue oh that's not it oh, still not the right use okay no no, that's not it. We'll tell you when you get it right. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it bang on. So, as you all hang around, now some of you are more nervous than others, as is attributed to the fact that Mr. Chris Neal is currently squatting on his chair, um, looking very pensive. As you look around, desperately trying to pull together ideas of what and how and when, you see Silas, the other village elder, doing his very best to run across the graveyard now, he's an elderly man, and he's doing more of the elderly man shuffle as <laughs> he cracks his knee on a gravestone and takes a dive as you see him Whee! on the floor trying to pick himself back up. I'm not making fun out of the elderly falling over. I'm merely saying that this this elderly man <laughs> fell over. I mean, you're drawing a lot of attention to it. To be <laughs> I'm not. I'm merely saying it's for narrative reasons, and maybe you'll find out later. As, as he comedically picks himself off, dusts off some um, pollen off his sleeve and um, needless detail I apologise <laughs> and he makes his way down the row of graves towards you leaning on a gravestone you see him panting and wheezing <laughs> Silas Silas you look like you've got something important to tell us the bar the bar the pub the inn what is it more death <laughs> more death! Use, use your words, Silas. Use more words. The, the, as Edith comes waddling out of the mausoleum, she's like, Oh, Silas, are you okay? As she leans down and rubs his shin. What is it, dear? 
The, the inn! More death! At the inn! Speak up, Silas. We can't tell what you're saying, man. You've got to repeat yourself. He he pulls... He's got like a... a he's got like a... Um, a mouthful of like fluff and moss and, and grass as he spits out. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> as he's like... The, 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 the village witch doctor. Jiffy Foofwood. <laughs> they found his body. He died in the inn. <laughs> Jiffy, Jiffy Foofwood. So I'm just saying his name. You already got a laugh. <laughs> He's now Jiffy Deadwood. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like an asthmatic having a wank. <laughs> right, yes. Now that I've come and delivered narrative news, what will you do? Uh, I think yeah, we have no we have no idea if anyone else is at the church. I think the I think the pub is probably the best bet, as it is at all times. It's probably where we were going to go anyway. So yeah. All right, all right, Silas. We'll we'll head to the pub. If you want to lead the way, you better like this performance in the graveyard. Better improve. Like if you want to lead the way, you better lead quick. Oh, you see him rubbing like a sweaty liver spot on top of his head where his hairline is starting to fade. He looks down at the um, already darkening bruise on his shin as he's like, okay, oh, okay, God, I'm going to need a nap soon. As he's like, I will lead the way. Will no one take Silas for a piggyback ride? I will. I'll take Silas for a piggyback ride. Hold on, are you going on him, or is he going on you? I meant someone riding on him. Ding dong. (laughs) Okay, make me an athletics check, Mort. Three. Three. As you hear Silas try and mount you from behind as he gets a leg up. Those are words. As you lean forward, he, he gets a leg up on a crucifix gravestone, and you can just hear muscle and sinew cracking and creaking behind you uh, like an old tree in a storm. You hear like the creaking as um, just the winnowy, horrible, emaciated form climbs onto the back of you. A bit like having a pylon with a stick insect. Um, he weighs almost nothing. His flesh is like just tracing paper pulled over sticks as you feel two just horrible thin hands clasp around your neck as he's like thank you long lady lead on to the pub sally ho you, you hear the popping of a, of a sack <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> unfortunately there on a go. three on a three as you run off in your enthusiasm you crack his other shin on a gravestone <laughs> uh, as you hear a dry cracking sound a dry cracking sound. Like, like oh. a ripe eater. Yeah. <laughs> like a paper husk being smashed. Yeah. You like, hear like a, a you hear a little voice in your ear, Maud, as you run and says, Don't worry, it's a clean break. It's a clean break. As you make your way to the pub, the bar, the inn. Standing outside you see a crowd of people are starting to gather making oh what do you want to do you're you're outside as there's a bit of a hubbub 
Before we head in, can I take my holy water out? And uh, I've got like a flask of holy water, which has been in my inventory for a very long time. I'd love to, um, I'd love to like dip like four or five arrows in there or something just to see if it does anything. I can send, I can send you the description of what the holy water is supposed to do if it helps. Make me a sleight of hand check as well, just because I've seen you with peyote. And, uh... That's why I'm only trying this with holy water and not fucking drugs. Uh, 19. 19? Uh, whilst everyone else is having a little conflab, yeah, you're just there dipping your tip in uh, the holy water. As you all stand outside the inn. And I guess we, I guess we head in. Uh, or I'm going to head in at least. Uh, looking around. As you peek around the door, you instantly see what has attracted attention. On the floor, there is a long, wet streak of blood smeared along the floor, going off back into the shadows at the bar. I, whilst whilst we're in the bar, I, I've just noticed something that I didn't know I had. I've got earrings for eave, eavesdropping. You do. Is that what I think it is? <laughs> like, I could just wear some earrings and hear stuff. You stole them off Belsiar's date. Didn't I uh, eat in the shop? Al-Garundi. Yes, they're, they're shit-spackled. Earrings of eavesdropping. They belonged to a purveyor of magical items called Al-Garundi. That was that it. Belsiar went on a date with. And uh, Maud stole them. And you then burnt down the magic shop. With him locked in it, oh, by all yeah. accounts. And uh, you haven't used them since. Well, until now, I would like to put on mm. the earrings so I can hear the hustle and bustle of the tavern, please, and perhaps get some intel. Well, I think it's it's a two-way thing. So uh, you the earrings can hear each other. So if you take an earring and you give the other one to... It's like, it's like a walkie-talkie. Sorry, I was just going to say. It's all... Has Balsar ever dated someone and then not murdered them? Interesting, interesting piece <laughs> wow. of work. You'll have to check out the Patreon one-shots for that. To see yeah. where have a look on the wiki. I think it's from there. <laughs> we have a wiki. Of course we do. Don't have a wiki. Don't we should have, have a wiki. We could. We could. Have. We will do by the time anyone hears this. Yeah. So can I put them on or what? Or do I have to give someone the other one? Yeah, I guess you have to. You have to give it to. You have to either leave one somewhere or give it to someone, and then they can they can talk to you or plant um, it on someone. Silas says, Oh, piercings. Oh, well, there you exotic. go. Exotic. I mean, Silas is getting a lot of fucking screen time in this so far, but yeah, all right then. I'll share, I'll share with the NCP then, the car park, perhaps. <laughs> 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 the fucking car park gets a go then, or however this works. So. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Strong, strong dad joke, NCP. Um, I'll put one on me and I'll strap an earring to this old man with broken legs. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure that's going to pay off in the narrative. <laughs> okay. Uh, make me a sleight of hand check, please. You're just going to hear like a fapping later on. You're going to be so confused. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, later when, when he puts on a bit of fucking R. Kelly and he pops his sack. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, can, can, can we get a quick check on that? Was that used correctly? It feels right. That was right. <laughs> Yes. Sleight of, can, can, Sorry. Sleight of hand, please. Right, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Right, yep, you are. Yep, yep, yep. Eight. Nailed it. Eight. Yep. 
Ooh, that's not the number we were looking for. <laughs> um, as he seems very impressed at first, as you push on, you rapidly realise that he was under the understanding that they were clip-on. As you, uh, there's a wet crunch as you pierce the man's ears uh, to a, a low howl. Silas sits there with with one of the ears of uh, the earrings of, of of eavesdropping and a little trickle of blood pouring out of his ear hole. Can I ask? Can you give me a description of what these earrings look like? Because I'm imagining like Bet Lynch, like yeah. big kind of Pat Butcher. Pat Butcher. Oh yes. Oh Pat. <laughs> yeah, these are little Claire's accessories. We're talking some dangly moments. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're talking about. Like gold, kind of daggy And they just put like big ears that just yeah. off your ear bones. <laughs> yeah, so like a you... Mr. Potato Man. <laughs> like a Mr. Potato Man ear that goes up. There's a point in every episode that we um, ask our listeners to go on Google and just... You're going to have to go and find out who Pat Butcher is because if you didn't reside or grow up in the United Kingdom, you're going to have absolutely no clue who Pat Butcher from EastEnders is. B-U-C-H-B-R. Yeah. Interesting. She was like an expert-level wank from the 1990s. Like, you would need so much horn wax. It (laughs) would be unreal. Oh. She is a fictional character from the BBC soap opera EastEnders, who was called Pat Evans, Pat Beale, Pat Harris, Pat Wicks, and then Pat Butcher. Basically, packed around the square. Little snail trail around that square. Oh, no. Oh, no. God. No, 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 thank you. No. no. That is not worse than piercing the... the Oh, no, man, is it a fictional old man? Oh, is she fictional? I forget she's not real. All right. As the camera slowly zooms out of the pierced earlobe with blood dripping off it, we come back to Tatty standing on the boundary of the inn, looking into the darkness at the smear of blood. It's quite wide, Tatty. It's about 40 centimetres wide and still fresh. It's cool, AJ. I'll get us back on the rails. You do it, buddy. That's why you get all the XP. Because you. you're you're the, you're the you're the mature one amongst us. <laughs> you're AJ's special boy. I am the special <laughs> boy. I was right, sir. He is the special boy. Oh. <laughs> so the so the um, the trail of blood goes towards the the door, which is uh, in darkness at the minute. So Trail of Blood is on the inside of the bar. You've opened the door into the dark, heading back towards the bar itself. You can see the bar top in the distance in the gloom. The blood snakes round to the right-hand side like a path of wet blood. All right. Uh, I'm going to investigate it and see where it goes. Okay. I would tell you to make an investigation check, but if you can't follow a trail of blood, like 30 centimetres wide, you follow it and you find half a body face down. Oh, we got a body. Which, which half? Well, the first thing you notice is the body is ripped off at the waist with entrails hanging off it. Face down, the body's got uh, dreadlocks and a disproportionate number of charms. All sorts of different religious charms are jangled and splangled out at different angles. Um, that's a word, splangled. As you see, the bloody smear travels on. 
if everyone if everyone has, has followed me and I'll I'll help everyone else do this as well. But I'm gonna like depending on how many of these charms he's got, uh, and if they're like on necklaces or something, I'm just gonna, yeah, like, yeah, that's right, yeah. Gonna, like take them off his body and like pass them out to everyone. Is um, it he? If this is a vampire, it makes sense. This is Jeffy Foofwood, the um, village witch doctor. Fine. They're like they're like festival beads, except they're they're uh, <laughs> sponsored by organized religion or disorganized religion. <laughs> yeah, I'll hand, I'll hand, I'll, I'll, I'll split the, um, I'll split the the uh, the charms evenly amongst everybody. Make me a sleight of hand check. Uh, 17. 17. Expertly pulling the charms over the head of the uh, half of the body. You separate them out into a good four or five different religious charms, each of which you can see is a, is a like, ward or a charm to it to a different deity. Um, as you go to pull the last charm off, you see Jiffy cough up blood. <coughs> Oh, have them. <laughs> what did he say? Have them. <laughs> They're yours. One, one more time. One more time, big Jeff. As Jeffy's like, I don't have time to repeat myself. I appear to be grievously wounded. Okay. Uh, do you... Odd question, but do you know where the other half of you is? <laughs> <laughs> he looks down at his legs, lets out a scream. And instantly dies of shock. <laughs> hey, sometimes you got to ask. Yeah. As Jiffy's eyes roll back into his top of his head, a slow bead of blood dripping out the corner of his mouth. You see the trail of blood carrying on. Um, I'll follow the trail of blood. I'll probably try and go stealthily, actually, if 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 you'll let me roll. Absolutely. Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20. At first, you head off sneakily. You realise you've stepped in the blood and you're leaving bloody footprints as you track back um, and use part of Jiffy Foodford's smock to smear the blood off yourself and cover your tracks. Uh, you make your way round the bar. You see the bloodstains snake round the side of the bar, leading to an open trap door behind the bar. I'm going to just fucking leg it down there. Not to, no I, I turn around to give everyone the, the pre-combat speech and then Aristobulus just, like, runs past me. I'm like, cool, seems legit. Yeah. Okay, if you want to leg it, uh, make me an athletics check. Fucking piece of piss, this. Absolute piece of piss. Uh, okay, okay, we're getting a fucking 15. 15, as you make your way down, uh, you charge down the stairs into the gloom, Slipping at one point, you, you correct yourself as you slip and slide, bumping down the stairs, you land with a thwomp, your, your, your fall cushioned on something soft. As you feel down, you feel the other half of Jiffy Foofwood, which has broken your landing. As you look up and see a pair of faces looking down through the trapdoor, you see a broken pair of stairs. Looking up to your left, you see a hideous pyre made out of scraps of the broken stairs with various bodies. At first I thought he meant, like, eyes staring. Yeah, I was like, that's <laughs> creepy and I don't want to look at AJ right now. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot to abuse you. Uh, where's your internet, AJ? Where's your internet? Why is it not faster? 
Where's the map? Where's the map? Where's the map? It's my internet. Uh, oh yeah, it's your internet. It'll be super quick. There we go. Meh 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 meh. Meh 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 meh. Oh yeah, we got it. There you go. Can you see that? That is a map. Yeah. Okay, that's your map. So can you see uh, you're in the bottom right hand corner? Oh, got you. It appears you can see the broken stairs. Yeah. Yes, that's where you are. Okay. What the fuck is that next to it? Looks like looks like a tree. That is the pyre that I talked about, made out of bits of broken wood. Wow. That's been hastily erected and has various bodies attached to it. Ah, very IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna take that shit, Matt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was just going to say, as a quick side note, you know, in British IKEA, when you have to queue up for your hot dog and drink after your shopping, Finnish IKEA, you order it at the self-service point. You go to a little machine like they have at McDonald's before you go to the checkout. So you order your thing, you go through the checkout with your stuff, and then your food's ready on the other side before you know. Okay, getting my passport. I'm going to Finland. <laughs> Convenience. Not gourmet. It's literally like a sausage that's it's been shit, held under a three-bar fire. Like wait for it like peasants. <laughs> do you, do you think you is that an upsell tactic? Do you think you order more because you think oh, I'll be I deserve this? <laughs> I'll, be, come back I'll be hungry in in five you, minutes. Exactly. So once I've picked up this lampshade, I can get an appetite. Like, yeah. My body weight in meatballs. Is the is the IKEA. Hot dog better there than it is here? Is it exactly the same? It's the identical. Well, I, had, I had the vegan one, and it was like, there's probably more meat in this than the meat one. <laughs> yeah, and I got a free ice cream because the oven needed to heat up, so it was win-win. Oh. And then I spilled the ice cream on my new car. <laughs> so it was uh... kind, of, kind of lose-lose. <laughs> That's my sidebar. That was such an emotional rollercoaster. <laughs> it really was. Dizzying kites. <laughs> Did you have to lick the upholstery? Yes, yes, I got down and <laughs> licked the upholstery clean. How else are you going to save that flavour, maybe? I like, I like that you're saying it like as if I do that, but you were admitting it. <laughs> yes, I, yes, I took off all my clothes and I licked the clean. Didn't I? I took yes. off all my clothes <laughs> and I let people watch. <laughs> yes, I didn't want them to. I was in a car wash and it finished early. Jesus okay. fucking Christ! <laughs> They don't take as long over here, okay? I didn't know it was <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. Jesus Christ. Ow. Thank God we've got a warning for little ears at the beginning. That sentence is funny in every context. I will I will die on that hill. Naked in a in a car wash. Yes. On that hill. Uh right, so without derailing us anymore, there you are. You're in the bottom right hand corner of the map. Hanash, we're gonna quickly pan back to you. Broggily, you wake up, feeling out with your hands. You feel something hard and cold as you use it to lift yourself up as your eyes come back. You realise you're no longer bound and gagged. You feel a pain in your neck as you reach up and rub and blood comes away in your hand. As you look up and see a statue, you are in the top left-hand corner in the room with the statue, Anash. Can I do like a perception check to see if I heard them falling down the stairs 18 yes you heard the boom 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 of Aristopolis falling down the stairs and the little cackle of the priest as he saw that he was landed on top of half of 
Jiffy Foofwood. I shout, Aristobulus, you clumsy fuck! Danger! Danger! <laughs> I may be a vampire, I don't know. I knew if I waited, then more of that. It just carry on. Like. <laughs> 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 shout, danger. Um, you rang? <laughs> 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 Hello, danger. Aristobulus runs around the corner with a tennis week on and goes, You ran! <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll shout back to them uh, to, to, to him if he can hear me. Can he hear me, AJ? Tell me. I presume so, being that he's bellowing at the top of his voice. Um, as you bellow, Hanash, two squirts of blood come out of your neck arterially. <laughs> as you, as you're like, ah! Um. <laughs> I'd like to maybe use a spell for like maybe like detect magic or something just to try and get the lay of the land here from under underground before before I rush rush to my um, soulmate. Go on then. Do you have detect magic or are you? Of course just I do. I'm not just making stuff up. Which thing? This is fantasy. I've got what? Oh, I can fucking detect magic, mate. Where has it gone? I could definitely do this. Yeah, I could, yeah, there we go. Bosh. Okay, cool. I'm going to roll for it then. Oh, can I do that? I can cast it, right? I was going to say, I don't think you need to roll for it. Or no, anything. I don't. I'm just going to cast it. It's first level, so, you know, I've got 30, 30 feet radius. Um, okay. As you lift yourself up, wipe off the remnants of Jiffy Foofwood, try and center your breathing, bring a calmness to yourself. You feel the breath go in, the breath go out, breath go in, breath go out as you focus on your magical abilities channeling your divination of the magical as lights start to lift and appear in the room you see magic everywhere it is pebble dashed around this room in the same way the curtains in a premier inn hotel room under black light would be pebble dashed there is magic everywhere. Wow. You are in... It's just... It's splattered on the walls. <laughs> okay. Well, okay then. Thank you. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> That's the appropriate response. Cool. All right, so I've learned nothing, but I am creeped out, so, you know. Yet another spell slot worth it. So, um, I, guess, I guess the rest of us come down the, um, come down the stairs... After Aristobulus, um, I'm just like, ah, cool. As the other half of, as the other half of Jiffy, I guess. What's going on? What's going on, Stobby? Stubby. Place is Pebble Dash Magic, mate. Standard. Standard Premier Inn. Standard. It's staffed with magic, have not it? Fantastic. Absolutely. Sparkled <laughs> with magic. Yeah. Any sign of any sign of Honash? I can hear the big loud fucker yelling, so he's probably around the corner. God, always, always yelling. He's so loud. He's so, <laughs> so loud. loud. <laughs> that guy. Honash, feel free to do anything in real time here. <laughs> um, can I investigate around the room that I'm in, please? Are you looking for anything in particular? Uh, I want to see what I can maybe use in like a fight or to like get out of this room like I've not tried the door yet so I'd like to investigate what I've got in the room and then I'd also like to try and just open the door do 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 eight 
You're very, 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 very groggy, but what you do discern on an eight is that there are lit candles on sconces on the wall, and you trip over something. You hear a rattle on the floor. As you look over, you see you've knocked over a, 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 I think it's called a noptic jar, um, much like the Egyptians used. You see it's a little um, stone jar with a little animal head on it, and you see there's a couple of them on the floor by the statue. As you've knocked it open, the the top has come off. The little animal-shaped head, top of the lid of the jar has come off, and blood is trickling out as you see what looks like a, a human organ has been put inside the noptic. Knoptic. The Egyptologist will be telling me off here. The, the jar has fallen over. And the- I believe it's canoptic, yes. Can, can I look for um, scars on my body, please? Sure. <laughs> Are you taking all your clothes off or just for the elbows and neck up? Yeah, all, all clothes off. Full body scan. Full body scan. <laughs> I got a natural one. <laughs> a natural one. Um, you count off the seven holes that you were hoping were in your body. And once you've counted them all off, you discover there are... Seven. Do the mass. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's seven holes. Yeah. No, there's at least Thank nine. And, well, he's got nine now. Oh, have you got nine? Wait, what? <laughs> two, two eye holes, two ear holes. That's oh, we don't count eyes. Your then. eyes are not holes. What kind of sicko are you? <laughs> if you try hard enough. That's very worried. <laughs> Your nipples might have very small holes in them. I'll give you that. But, anyway. Getting back to it, you find the seven holes you were hoping and you find two more in your neck. Okay. As you see a fresh splattering of blood on the wall. Okay. Uh, You go to the door and with fear and trepidation, wiping your own blood on your sleeve, try the handle. It opens without resistance. I put my clothes back on. (laughs) (laughs) Um... You know the the shackles at the bottom left? Are any of them open? You would, um, I, I don't think you'd know that on your three investigations. Can I walk over to one and look? Absolutely. Waddling <laughs> over, still doing your flies up, buckling your belt, you walk over. I'm not even going to make you challenge. Yes, uh, one set of them are open. Uh, I put my arm in and lock myself in. Big, big swing. Well, I'm worried that I'm going to kill everyone. <laughs> so, love that. I uh, like. I'm just. Allowed, <laughs> oh. I'm just allowed to be free now, and we know what happened to the little kids. So, if I turn, I'd like to not. This kill is my so friends. considerate. Very noble. Uh, you're still within reach of the paddle of the abandoned rowing boat that somehow managed to make it. You can only assume that the innkeeper at some point had a hobby of um, fishing on the lake and gave up and brought his rowing boat when it. Well, so you're, you're still within reach of a paddle if worse comes to worse and you have to kill yourself. <laughs> cool. Excellent. Oh. <laughs> Always a consideration. These big game time decisions, man. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna shout out again just so they know I've kind of moved. So like, hey guys, I've moved and I've locked myself up. <laughs> Come on in. With those, with those cliff notes, I think, we, I think we move into that. We move into that like main chamber. And, uh, and and I guess we see Hanash. I guess I see you. I see you all. You all shackled up. I'm just like, 
Hey, buddy. You got yourself a nice paddle there? Nice shackle? How you doing? Some blood squirts out. I'm not <laughs> doing so good. <laughs> <laughs> I shackled myself because the vampire bit me, and now I think I'm going to try and kill it. Uh, make me a constitution saving throw. Oh. Four. Four. Uh, you take three points of necrotic now. Oh. As you feel the jabbing pains in your neck again, as two little squirts of arterial blood go pew pew out the side. I, I offer Hannah some of my garlic cheese that's oozing out of my bandages. You. I say. I- I've only got one arm, one hand. Can you slap it into my neck for me, please, pal? Of course. Lather me up, big guy. Just, I just scrape off some cheese. And I'm just... As as the um, elderly statesman in this situation, not counting old cripple bollocks who's wearing one of my earrings, but um, as the real elderly statesman here, I'd like to take the doctor role and start examining examining from afar. So first, can I pull out my religious symbol? Just to, to do a quick, like, you know when they hit you on the knee with a hammer to see your reflexes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do the same kind of thing, <laughs> waving my nondescript reliquy around Hanash, just to see that what That is a great word, a reliquy, yes, I'm yeah, with you on this. Just to see what it is. I've got it in my inventory, so I'm just going to waft it around his face to see what happens. Would you like to make a medicine check or a religion check? Because I'll give you one. Oh, um, hmm, I guess the style is medicine, but overall this is religion, so I'll go with religion. Um. Oh yeah. Okay, that was probably a better idea. Anyway, with me being a cleric. Okay, we're, we've got thirteen. Thirteen. Um, Anash, as Aristobulus comes near you, you see him running his fingers over the wounds in the side of your neck, just gently rubbing them, as he pulls a number of religious symbols out of his shirt rummaging around through them he pulls one out and presses it to the wound as you jump back in in pain the chains go in taut as you feel a sizzling in the side of your neck yes. you take one point of damage and you have a religious symbol branded into the side of your neck i say dude don't worry it's like a free tattoo it's like a free tattoo you know it makes you look tough like a tough, big, you tough guy. You seem to be very, very adverse to, to, to religious symbols. They, that they, they hurt your eyes. I'm going to make my quick assumption here and turn to the group and say, guys, I think he's been fanged. But, but kind of David Caruso style, you know, with that sunglasses go on. Yeah, you turn around, take the sunglasses off. <laughs> Look, it looks like we've got a sucker. <laughs> <laughs> you can go. bang me later. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that's that. As you see the door at the top um, open from the right-hand side, you see, sorry, not on the right-hand side, in the middle you see there's a little dog leg. There's actually a door in there just underneath the room with the hole in the floor. There's a little dog leg with a door in it. As you see the door creaks open as a lady dressed all in black, looking pale and ethereal, walks out reading a book. As she looks up, rather nondescriptly and with a slight look of surprise on her face. She shuts the book, puts it to one side and says, Hi, you've decided to join us. Creepy. 
creepy. You sound very creepy. Hanash, is this your new girlfriend? I don't know. Is, is this my new girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. You, you look at her and she's like, and we've shared bodily fluids. I was expecting more of you, young man. Why has she now become deeply southern? She's turned into Blanche Dubois from True Cabot Desire. <laughs> <laughs> I have always relied on the kindness of strangers. Little boy. She looks over at Tatty and she's like, little boy, are you sassing me? <laughs> it has to take a minute each to um, place a bet on how long it's going to be before she goes from Southern Bell to... Indian. Welsh. No, no, no. To Midlands. Oh, oh yeah. Loves Little Midlands. Or like Bristolian. I, I'm on 20 minutes. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, where would you all like? Where are you all? Yeah. You come out yeah. and play. As you hear a little voice at the top of the stairs, as Silas is like, "Would you mind helping me? I'm. Uh, I can't get down the stairs." Well, he was still on my back. Call amnesty, Jesus Christ. Sil- Silas is still at the top of the broken stairs. No one's helped him down. I'll go. I'll go and help Silas. I'll be on Silas duty. <laughs> Oh no. Maud, you're off in the side room. Where's everyone else? Hanash is chained to the floor. I guess if if Hanash is is down by the shackles near the paddle, we are I wouldn't say right next to him, but we're probably pretty close to him because we were we were talking to him. We're also in an Avengers pose as the camera swoops around us. Yeah. We all do the David Crusoe and sunglasses off. <laughs> do I have my weapons and sunglasses? Uh, you do not have no. your weapons. Uh, you are without inventory currently. You have your clothes. Uh, I, I say, hold on, hold on, bitch. And then I ask my comrades, um, can can you check in in, in these boxes if any masters? <laughs> I should have done it before I shackled up. I shackled prematurely. <laughs> shackled up to make sure you couldn't kill us. But I still need my weapons. <laughs> As she looks around, she says, Well, time is getting on. Shall we do this? Do what? As she's she's rolling up her sleeves, you see her pale, gaunt alabaster skin, and she's like, I have places to be, so if you wouldn't mind. Well, we'll get this over with as quickly as we can then, and I hunt this marker. Ooh. Perfect. I would like everybody to make initiative check. <laughs> Oh, 21. Oh, gosh, 21. Also 21. Oh, amazing. I got an 18. Boom. Can't let the side down. Come on, natural one. Lucky 13. I got 18. So did anybody get 20 to 25? Yeah. 21. I got 18. Okay. So, uh, Hanash is at the top with 21. Uh, Who got 15 to 20? Me. What did you... You all got 17. 18. I got 18. 18. Did we all get 18? Okay. And then uh, Toad Flaps got 15. Uh, Right, who got 10 to 15? I got 14. Is this the first time that Toad Flaps has been uh, like a southern bell? Has been a what? Southern bell. Well, Toad Flaps is a goblin and she's Scottish. Oh, sorry. That's all right. What the vampire? I was confused. No, 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 no. You've never asked the vampire's name. Oh, oh. How rude. I'll use my turn for that. 
So did anyone get lower than that? Five to ten. Use your turn. Did anyone get lower than that? Did anyone get five to ten? There's, there's no one left. I'll roll for Silas just for shits and giggles. Are you, are you bringing him? Are you bringing him down the stairs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've given a piggy. I've given him a piggyback down the stairs. Is he like uh, Marvin and only has one health point? <gasps> Don't say that. Too real. Spoilers. Arbor is technically with you, Maud. <laughs> we we've had a discussion where I threatened to shave at AJ if he touches my um. Touches my Keith. <laughs> you Keith. What if you? What if you? He, if this old man dies on your watch, it, that's fine. Like, that's fine. I'm like, if you touch well, another creature that I love and murder it. I was like, <laughs> you're sleeping in the garden. Kind of like a Black Widow vibe, though. If, if you if you lose another one, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Katie Price just murders every animal under her watch. Oh, Jesus Christ. Katie Price, she's an animal. Yeah. Xander, this is another weird niche celebrity fact, though, the Shannon knows. <laughs> no, do you remember when she skull fucked that bloke who was a cage fighter? What was his name? Alex Reed? Alex yeah. Reed. He was a transvestite cage fighter. Yeah. And then he went on, Fun. married a, a nice normal girl. How Jeez. dare you? Katie Price is the paragon of the working woman. <laughs> Did you say Katie Price skull fucked? That was a you, you heard what he said. Yeah. We don't that, have time for nonsense. this, Hanash. You're dying. <laughs> Hanash, this is all I a fever dream. I was in Brighton, and oh, I'm yeah, five yeah. foot one, and Katie Price came up next to me in the toilet, <laughs> washing my hands, and she was shorter than I was in heels. I was like... <laughs> skull fucker. <laughs> you dirty skull fucker. But, but why was she washing your hands? <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Where, where, wow, where are we? What do you mean, where are you? You're in a basement. Coming back to reality, you're all in a basement in a small village called Skanksby. Anash is chained to the floor, trying his very best to ward off the effects of a vampiric kiss to the neck. And, <laughs> and actually saying which, Anash is at the top of... Oh. Can I go and speak to the vampire? No, that's not how combat orders work. Oh. <laughs> In your turn, you might be able to. <sighs> Before the fight kicks off, everyone's ready. Weapons poised. Nails and teeth. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> can, I, can I just say a few words? I'd, I'd, like to, I'd like to try and not have a fight. I'd like to try and resolve this diplomatically before I smack her in the face with an oar. There's a difference. I'll give you two sentences. What are you going to say to her? Hello, I'm Maud. What's your name? Strong start. Mm. It's a weird name. Technically, that's three sentences. As, as she is, <laughs> she's, she's like, my name is Lelith von Spluth. Von Spluth? Beautiful name. Yes, from the von Spluth family. Where am I standing at this point? Close to the edge of death. Now, would you mind just getting on with the fucking fight? Wow. He's on fine form. He's on fine form. Where where am I standing? Am I standing next to Hanosh? You're to the right hand side near the door of the to where the stairs are. She's like, I've run out of wine and I would rightly like a top up. So if you could just shut the fuck up and get on with the fighting, I will get back to got a nice crisp glass of rosy. Is this still my go? It's it's her, it's Hanash's go. 
Right, hang on. Get on with it. Hurry up. <laughs> I was trying before you stopped the fight to talk to me about my fucking name. <laughs> I tried to be polite. It wasn't working. Fuck it. Go on. <laughs> um, I'm going to use my bonus action for the second wind where I can get some HP back. So I got 16 HP up. Nice. There. Wicked. Sticking two fingers on the hole in your jugular. You <laughs> clench as you feel second wind. I um, I reach out and grab a arm bone and throw her. It's okay. Why not? I'm here for this. I'm here for this hilarity. Picking up a bone off the floor. Checking the weight of it like a marksman. You You weigh it up in one hand. You lick a finger, put it in the air to check the wind direction in this cellar, and you you yeet it at her. Um, make me make me a dex, a straight up dexterity uh, check if you will. Sure, thirteen. It travels true, whistling through the air. You hear a dry thwapping noise as it bounces off her head, <coughs> as you just hear her go, "Ow." Take that, you vile beast! Son of a bitch! Uh, make me an unarmed strike worth of damage. Woo! Four. Four. As she's like, first, first blood is yours, sir. <laughs> As she just wipes a little bit of blood from her lip. Touche. As I hear. Beautiful. As Rodder and then finish my go. <laughs> You rod her with a leg bone. Finish your go. Tatty, you're up next. So, if I wanted to give Hanash my rapier, would that be my bonus action? No. I would say in the same way if you gave a healing potion to somebody, it would be an action uh, if you give a weapon up. Okay. I will... Yeah, he needs a weapon. Uh, I'll, take out my, I'll take out my rapier and I'll, I'll pass it to Hanash. Um, and then I will use my bonus action to, what can I do with my bonus action? Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck that. Absolutely fuck that. Um, ooh. Um, I will, actually, as my bonus action, I'll command, uh, uh, Barbara to... Fuck it, let's keep the joke going. I'll command Barbara to help give Silas the help action with whatever <laughs> he's about to fucking do. Come on, this is time to shine. Like some sort of guide dog, you send Barbara off to help Silas. And then, um, with my movement, if there's anywhere in here that I can get a little bit of cover. I know I can't really hide, but if there's somewhere I can just get a little bit of cover from the vampire. There's crates, are there not? Yes, on like the left-hand side. Yeah, I'll move yes. up there and I'll, I'll get cover from her. So Lilith von Spluth is currently by the boat at the pointy end. Oh, uh, okay. I will... I'll go for the one that looks like it's been torn apart a little bit. I know what I could do, listeners. I've got a 3D rendering of the room. <gasps> Dungeon Alchemist! Yes, it is. Make maps that are liquid sex. <laughs> there you go. For what it's worth, if you look in the chat, there is a 3D rendering of the room. Oh, amazing. Yeah, I'll um, I'll go 
get some cover behind the pillar on the bottom right-hand side. Okay. Uh, Maud, you're up next. Okay. So where am I now? Am I still by the stairs? You're by the door to the room with the stairs on the right-hand side. Okay. I would like to... These boxes that are in the main room... Yes. These boxes, are they... Have they got stuff in them? You could not tell, but they look like they're well-worn travel crates. Okay, fair enough. What's on them? Stickers from different companies, uh-huh. like stamps. Oh, okay. Logos. Fair enough. Um, I'd like to go to the ore, pick up the ore, which is on the right-hand side. Pick up the ore from the right-hand side. So Maud is currently by the ore. Yep, that, that's yeah. the movement. Okay. Keith and I have already had a discussion. <laughs> oh, no. Oh no. Keep is willing to help out. I, uh, I I could hear the whole thing as well because of his shitty earring that he's done fuck all with. So, <laughs> good to know I'm in the loop, you know. Piece of shit. Uh, Lewis thinks Keith is Silas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fuck them both. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Keith is my sugar glider. Sure. After my goat was murdered. Silas is her sugar daddy. <laughs> There's... There's a subtle difference. <laughs> yeah. He's my glucose guardian. <laughs> Good lord. Cha-cha-ching-ching. Ching. <laughs> All right, Shakira, calm down. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, keep an eye. Um, we've had this conversation. Yes. So, Keith would like to... I want to say Keith would like to plan an attack, but... I understand that this may end badly looking at your face. It will either end badly for Keith and you, or it will end badly for Keith. I love the way one turn in D&D is supposed to last six seconds in real time, as you just see Maud <laughs> staring longingly into the eyes of her sugar glider. What are you doing, Maud? I'd like to reach up to, you know, where the, the plinth is? You can see the um, next to me. You're by the... You're by the or on the right-hand side? Yeah, and you're next to me. Next to the ore, there's like a plinth. No, it's not. What's that column? That's just a column. Okay. Can I reach the top? Holding the roof up. Can you what? Can I reach the top? It's a column, floor to ceiling. Oh, okay, right. I'd like Pillar. To, I'd like to tuck my sugar glider behind the, the column. I'd keep it safe. On the floor? Yeah. Okay, everyone be very careful. In combat, you do not step on the sugar glider. <laughs> Anybody fucking steps on the sugar glider, it dies instantly, and it is not my fault. Okay? <laughs> Been warned? Been warned. The sugar it, glider yeah. is behind the column on the back right of the map, okay? Any fucker hides behind that column or stands on it. That's literally where I am. If you murder my sugar glider as well as my goat, you're going to be uh, talking about No, you're not. Chris, you're on the back left column. You're near no, the I, said I, on, I said I was on the back right back one. Right, yeah. Ooh, I apologise. Okay, be very careful. As you look down, Tatty, you see a sugar glider next to your right foot. It looks like it's probably only got one health point. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's a juvenile sugar glider. It hasn't reached two health points. Right. So, I'd like to get the ore, and I'd like to smack her with the ore. Well, you can't smack her with the ore, because you've already used your movement. Don't I get an attack? Yeah, you, I mean, you can throw the ore at her if you want, yeah, yeah. the ore being a close combat weapon. You, you, you can you can yeet the ore at her if you really want. I can want. yeet the ore at her, but I'd like to get a good spin on it with my tail. Yeet a aura. <laughs> 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 
Ching ching. Uh, yeah, go on. Make me. Oh, make me an athletics check. An athletics check. Not an acrobatics check. Fuck me. Use use an acrobatics check if you wish to do some sort of Buffy the Vampire Slayer forward flip stake throw with a fucking thirteen sharpened or thirteen. Ching ching. No. As the oar sails over the top of Lilith von Splu's head, she's like, what the hell is that? <laughs> Lady, did you just throw an oar at me? I'd like to just kiss at her. <laughs> right, Aristobulus, you're up. Okay, I'm going to take a different approach than the usual aggression, because, you know, everyone else has got that covered. So I'm going to turn my attention um, and to healing, I think, just because I probably won't be able to heal the, the, the wounds, but I could probably slow down the, the changing process is my thinking. So if I cast Cure Wounds, I'm all rag and see what happens. Is that okay? You, you can you can cast Cure Wounds? Yeah, I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to, I'm going to do it on a uh, first, uh, sorry, second level spell slot. So um, they get a number of hit points equal to 1d plus the modifier. Yeah? If it's second level, it'll be 2d8 plus your whatever your... Yeah. So do I, do, I, do I roll that or does the person get in it rolling? Uh, you roll it. 2d8, one sec, sort that out. Do I roll it twice? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, natural one, so fun. Three, fucking hell, plus seven, ten. Max, max hit points. Nice. Thank you. Brought you back. I don't know. AJ would have to elaborate. Is he still going to turn? But I brought him back to max health. Uh, make. Oh god. Uh, make me a religion check. A religion. Mm-hmm. Me. Yes. Okay. Uh, you, you, you are know, a cleric. I'm a cleric, so I'm pretty fucking good at it. <laughs> oh, but actually not. I'm better at persuasion. Oh well. You know, of course you are. However. <laughs> Explain a few things. More of a cult leader, really. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 16. Uh, 19. No, sorry. Sorry. Wait, I can't do maths. Uh, 18. Okay. 18. From your knowledge of the undead and the occult, you realize that a wound that is what's almost pretty much a mortal wound like this, you can heal it as much as you want to, to buy time, but um, very little is going to stop him draining out. So he's just going to keep on perpetually draining out unless you do something... You're, you're buying him time as such. There's more. This is buying him hours rather than saving him. Got ya, got ya. We really needed that witch doctor. <laughs> if only you'd gone straight to him last episode rather than... <sighs> right. Uh, okay. Is that you, Aristobulus? Unless I get a, do I get a bonus action after doing a spell? Yeah, but it can't be a spell. Oh, okay. Then I'm going to take my tin of sweet corn and fucking lob it ahead. <laughs> All right, as long as you remember to collect it at the end, I've let you get away with a lot of fucking tins of sweet corn over it's, this campaign. At, at one point, I had ten. Do you remember when I had like ten? But somehow I, yeah, bar- like a I bartered around you from the prison. I, I, yeah, like from the prison. prison. I, I feel like I bartered nine away for something else. <laughs> <laughs> so I've always kept one. You you put nine in a massive sack and beat a giant spider to half death with it. Yes. 
God, it's good my memory's like that, isn't it? I can't, I can't remember my mum's birthday, but I can remember what the, <laughs> well, the fantasy pervert priest did to a make-believe spider with a tennis wheel. So, can you make me a athletics or athletics or acrobatics oh, throw, please? For you, if you want to hurl a tennis week on at the undead van. Athletics. Let's have a look. And that is another 18. Fuck yeah. 18? Yeah. Um, make me an unarmed strike roll. Got you. I mean, it is highly armed. Have you not heard about my sweet card? <laughs> armed, and, armed and dangerous. I love in four goes. We've not done anything else but an unarmed strike. You did four points of damage by throwing a bone at her face. Yeah, I got a seven for that, I think. You just throw <laughs> As out of the darkness, she hears a as a tin of sweet corn goes poof, as you see her holding onto her nose. It's slightly wonky to one side, the only thing about her that would be less than perfection. And she's like, I can't believe on you, you motherfucker! <laughs> you hear a crunch as she gets two fingers and breaks her nose back into place. Picking up a bloody tin of sweet corn, she's like, what kind of sick motherfuckers are Sweet con! <laughs> I'm 2,000 fucking years old! No one's ever fucking nerfed me with a fucking tin of sweet con! <laughs> um, Toad Flaps, at this point, is going to dart to one side and look after Silas, who's having problems um, holding himself up with two broken legs. Um, he's just holding on to... Um, he's just holding on to Barbara... <laughs> She's just dragging him along. Belsia, you're up. Uh, is there anyone within 20 feet of uh, Lilith the vampire? Me? No, I'd say you're further than that. Because that's good news for anyone who's not within 20 feet. Because I'm going to shoot a Yeah, fireball. Maud's about 30-odd feet away. Uh, Toad Flaps is probably just within 20. Ah, killer. It's fine. Uh, NPC. Collateral. <laughs> it's an NPC. Is, are we sure the sugar glider's not accidentally scurried off in the air? Oh, shit. Oh. I, 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 I was gonna... I forgot to yeah, say... The sugar, glider, no, the sugar glider's way away. The sugar glider's next to me. We know we're good. Good. I, I double-checked, nevertheless, that there's no... God bless you. Okay. God bless you, sir. Um, I'm gonna... I'm gonna say Toe should be more careful... But I am going to use careful spell. No, I can't kill toad flaps. Can't, no, I'll, I'll, I'll just. I'll kill toad flaps. Yeah, I'll kill toad. Flaps. That's fine for the greater cause. Uh, okay, come on. You know, we killed all of our relatives and caused an uprising in her <sighs> home town and mansion. I don't know how much physics modeling does AJ do. Like, if we have a, if we simulate a fireball in an enclosed basement. Because realistically, everyone would die from oxygen. He's got a first in engineering. I yeah. see. Yeah. I'm not a bachelor. I'm a master. Mm. Light it up. Let's fucking go for And it. you need to sing Katy Perry, though. Just I can only sing Katy Price. Scott <laughs> Girl extraordinaire. Show me the world. Baby, I'm a skullfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when Alex Reed popped one of her sacks? This is like niche, niche British celebrity. And we just discovered that every, every it, like the only way to use that phrase in the right way is for AJ to just not say it. 
That's fine. That's fine. Right, come on. Time is getting on. This vampire has lived 2,000 years. What's um, happening? I'm going to angle my fireball in the usual way that yes. it hits the target, but Go not on, anyone then. I care about, uh, which is a dexterity 13 saving throw. Uh, uh, 12. Woo. So that does... Hang on. That does 27, was it? 27. I'm going to... I'm not. I don't like that. I'm gonna because I rolled a two and a one. I think so. I'm gonna use empowered spell, which I never use. Woo! And re-roll two of the d6. Love that. Okay, so that's eight. So take off. So I got twenty-seven. Take off three. Thirty-three. Is that right? I'll I'll trust. Oh wait, take off take off three. Um, thirty-two. Sorry. Twenty-five plus. Numbers, yes, that's right, 32. And then I'll also use elemental affinity to add two to that, so 34 damage total. 34. Woo! Big boy spell. Big big boy numbers. How much does she take, sir? 34. Oh, that doesn't kill her. Okay, she blats, thrown backwards by the fire. She dusts herself off, looking at you. She's like, well, 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 you croco-hunk. You got some moves. As she dusts down the front of her dress, which is still on fire, she's like, all right. This this croc's got claws. <laughs> <laughs> if she's got the hearts for Belsa, she's definitely going to die. Yeah. <laughs> um, as she, quicker as lightning, flashes across the room in one fast move, Almost so fast you can't see her. She appears um, in front of Belsia. You jump at the speed with which she moves. Because ah! she's going to make one of her two multi-attacks. Her first one is going to be an unarmed strike to you, Belsia. That is a 27 to hit. That definitely hits. As you take seven points of damage. Okay as a open-handed slap cracks you across the face. The dizziness hits you as you feel one of your 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 incisors wobble a little bit. Toast that bitch. How'd you like those apples? Ugh. I've never eaten a crocodile before. As she lunges towards you with a bite attack. Oh no. Oh no. I'm very... You take 17 points of damage Oof. from her bite attack. Oops, oops, all vampires. Now we're all vampires. No, you don't. I lied, listeners. Sorry, I got the mass wrong. That would be impossible. You take seven points of damage from her bite attack. Okay. You said 17. You take seven. Seven points of piercing damage from her bite attack. And you take... A further nine points of necrotic damage from her bite attack. Uh, Ouch. Don't love that. Don't love that. As she's going to, as her last legendary, she used the bite as one of her legendary actions, but as her last action that she can do, she's going to draw her sword, which you see lights up with fire wreathed along the edge of the sword. Eh? How many moves has this bitch made? I literally was a legendary creature. take four steps and pick up an oar. It's not my fault you've been fighting Fisher-Price. Well, it is, because I'm the DM. Eh... She is a ancient vampire. 
she has legendary actions that she can lean on as well as her own normal actions. As you see her affronted by Belsiard, blatting her across the room, you see she draws her sword, mentions the magic words. As her sword lights up in a wreath of flame, the sword balancing in midair now moves across the room of its own, fighting of its own accord. Uh, you see the sword flying towards Tatty. Yes! Uh, Tatty, you are now going to have to deal with the sword separately. Fighting the sword, fighting the sword. It takes on its own... It's on its, initiative. Gets its own initiative. How far away from me is the vampire, Vampiris? Well, Steve, I can tell you that. The vampress is... Doing this, I don't know how oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten feet. Okay, never mind. About ten feet away from you. As the sword, Tati, you see the lit sword dancing and balancing in the air comes flying towards you and attacks you for 20 hit, 20 hit on you. Definitely hits. Definitely hits. Okay, just get up the sword stats. You take... Uh, Four points of piercing damage off the sword. As the sword is now in the air in front of you, hovering just in front of you. And that is uh, the end of Lilith's turn. As we go to Silas, two broken legs on the floor. As Silas, you hear a whispering in your ear, Aristobulus. As Silas is like, I'm okay, priest. I'm okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, but I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> why did you pierce my ear then? I thought I felt something between us. Or did I misread? Did I misread the situation? He's given me nothing so far. <laughs> He's given me no intel. He could have found out some rumors of there being a fucking vampire in the basement. He's offered nothing apart from moaning, and now he has Listen, the dog. I fucking carried him here. <laughs> yeah, why? You should have left him. No one asked you. <laughs> At some point, he's going to have to prove prove his value somehow. Yeah, and you know what? I think n- now would be a good opportunity. I volunteer Silas's tribute. I fear I may have misread the relationship here. <coughs> this appears to be a purely transactional. Listen here, Silas. <coughs> relationship. Where are you? Not sexual. Where he is? Well, I'm with the I'm with the dog. On the oh, floor. He's, he's literally the other side of the room. He's being all dramatic, like he's somewhere special. I broke both of my legs. He's the other side of the room. Right. Is it my go or Silas's go? Just so I'm not wasting It's Silas's go. I'm concerned. Please don't ever work in an old people's home. <laughs> this guy's a prick. I'll tell you what. This I'm is telling you, Intel, priest, Intel. I'm telling you that the lady has crossed the room. Okay. <laughs> I've, I've got eyes too, okay? <laughs> yes, well, I've got two broken legs. <laughs> Whippersnapper! I didn't break them. Why is he getting shitty with me? Because you pierced my fucking ear! And now we do not appear to be any benefits to being your friend. We are friends without benefits. Like, I tell you what, this is the last time I ever put earrings on an old man. Let me tell you. Okay, so I'll be like, have you got any more intel? Yes! Winifred from the village said she slept with you last night and said, your bell end looks like a seagull nipped at it. <laughs> that's, that's quite a good Deep call. Deep cut. Because <laughs> that happened. 
right, fair. All right, so that's that's going to get a bit of a chuckle. Maybe we maybe we do have a bit of a repertoire after all. Um, if it's his turn and that's all he can do is tell me things. Look, that that's all see. I'm doing. My legs are broken and I'm holding onto a fucking wolf. What more do you want from me? <laughs> You're using precious time. Can I use his turn for me to walk over and rip the earring out of his ear? No. <laughs> no, you I can't. really want to do that. Look, time is dancing <laughs> along merrily and we may have to make this into a two-episode fight. <laughs> Fuck this. All right, he's told me she's moved. Brilliant, cool. He's told me what I can see. Awesome. One last piece of intel. I think she may be undead. <laughs> Silence, everybody. The human security camera. You may not be able to move, but you can see things. <laughs> also, I don't want to make a big thing out of it, but if you could ask the gnome to make the wolf stop sucking the marrow out of my broken leg bone, nope. that would uh, be wonderful. Maybe don't, maybe don't have such juicy marrow, <laughs> and then the wolf wouldn't go for you. Honestly, like, I, I have a few languages under my belt, but wolf isn't one, I'm afraid. So, but if, if, if I could speak wolf, I'd say suck harder, wolf. You suck away. <laughs> this, guy, this guy is an old chicken to you. Eat double up. It's, it's Toby Carvery season, baby. Let's go. <laughs> um, and he, do you know what? He's just lucky that I've, he's just lucky that I've already lobbed my sweet corn at that undead vampire. vampire lady. <laughs> Otherwise, it'd be pranging off his noggin like nobody's business. I hope the vampire gives that a shit as well. Yeah, Ed, no one likes him. Everyone's turned on him. <laughs> she didn't even care about us anymore. He he led us in here. He told us the bloke died, so we had to, you know, save the day. And now look what's happened. Bollocks. You mean Jeffy Foofwood? Yeah. Which doctor extraordinaire? R.I.P. Pour one out for Foofwood. Do you know Do you know how much time I spent writing the character of Jeffy Foofwood? And nobody even spoke to him, and then he got ripped in half. So all I'm saying is... I watched you exactly 20 minutes. <laughs> you, should, you shouldn't try that hard. <laughs> We're not worth it. Okay, there you go. It's taken us 42 minutes to have one round of combat. Hanash, back up the top. <laughs> With, like, obviously I've got limited mobility, but can I, because there's a bit of, like, gimbal and chains, can I get within five feet of Bitchface? But make me a constitution saving throw first, please. Uh, fuck. <laughs> 16. What? Okay, okay. So you take half damage. You lucky bastard. Come you on. only take three points of necrotic damage this turn. Possibly you've got two you've got one finger on one hole as the other hole squirts. <laughs> uh, you take three points of necrotic damage. Notice. I'm gonna hit her with my rapier and I'm gonna use a use superiority dice to do one of my maneuvers. I'm going to do a goading attack. Well, we'll see if it hits, and then that'll do it. Sure. You shout them out. Uh, 23 to hit. Definitely hits. So, 13 initial damage. Okay, so you see it's doing less damage than you would hope it would. It is. Okay. So, and then for the goading attack, um, they're going to make a wisdom saving throw of 14, and they also take... Whatever, it's eight eight more damage, regardless. So she got she got fourteen, and she takes eight more damage. Yeah, regardless of the throw, and then she goes. By goading attack, is that still piercing? Still with a weapon? Yeah, yeah, same still, weapon. Still yeah, the weapon. Yeah. 
So yeah, and then wisdom saving throw, and then on failure, the target has this advantage on all attack rolls. And then she passed against targets other than me until the next turn. Meets it, beats it, baby. Yeah. Ah, fuck. Do you have an extra? Do you have another attack? I do have another attack. Ooh. I hit her again with the rapier. She's like, I can do this all day, darling. Ooh, a natural twenty! Ow! Uh, thirteen damage. Thirteen piercing damage. Yeah. Uh, is, is that doubled? Yeah, piercing damage. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's doubled. Yeah. You see the the blade go in just under her lung as something goes pop. She's like, "Oh, that tickles. I like that." As she yanks back, and you see like you've left a little hole just clean torn through the side of her dress, for her lung. For my bonus action, can I shit myself? <laughs> Is that you or Hunash? Uh, Hunash would like to poo his pants. <laughs> There's a big hole in the ground right there. I mean, no, no, no. Let the man work. <laughs> let, the ma- let the man work. <laughs> I don't. I don't want her to attack me. So if I stick his shit, she's probably not. Good. Are you going to shoot yourself and then throw it at her? So, as a bonus action, you've shat into your own hand. No, I did. I. I Shant my pants. Um. Oh, you've shat yourself. Uh, I'll allow it. You know, if you if you wanted to shit on someone else, I'd say it's an action. If you want to shit on yourself, that's that's bonus territory. That's fine. Uh, consider yourself soiled. Mark that off. <laughs> soiled. Until short rest. Oh, can that be the name of the episode? Consider yourself soiled. Consider yourself soiled. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good one. Consider yourself soiled, son. Tati, you stand with a flaming short sword in front of you, hovering perilously in the air a few feet away. Um, I'm going to... First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to... Fuck. I'm going to pick up Keith, number one. Number one, I'm going to pick up Keith. And because I've picked up Keith, I'm going to have to use my bonus action to disengage from this sword... Uh, otherwise, one of us will take an attack of opportunity, and I uh, can't have that. I will remember you, Tati. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> see, let's see how long I last here. I'm going to because I've disengaged. Um, I am going to move around the pillar so I can get a clear shot on Lilith. Is disengaged not an action in itself? No, not for rogues. We get it as a bonus action. So I'll move around and I will... Is she still next to Belsiar? Yes. Amazing. Uh, I'll take a shot. 17 to hit? Hits. Oh, quick thing. Did you have a chance to look at the um, the thing I sent you about the holy water? No. And also come up with a judgment on, on what that might give me. Yeah, just make the normal damage and then add the radiant. The 2d6? Uh, the 1d6. 1d6, yeah. That's been cool. that you had mere moments to douse it in. And... Yeah. Uh, let me just cut up my damage. Uh... So can you separate out the piercing and the radium? I sure can, and I will do that for you. Um, not great damage rolls. Uh, at 6 plus 5 is 11 piercing damage. Uh, and then radiant damage is 
Six. Love that. Sounds good. Okie doke. Uh, is that the end of your turn? Um, I need to get away from this sword. I've got the fucking sugar glider stuffed into one pocket or something. So um, I need to. I need to get away from this sword. I will. Can I make it over to those three crates that are stacked on top of each other? What's your movement? Uh, 25 feet. There's no way. Uh, you could make it about as far as that grate, probably. Or to one of the other pillars. At the t- um, whereabouts in the room is, is Lilith right now? By Belsia. But- and where is that in the room? Sorry. Oh, sorry. Uh, a paddle on the left-hand side. Uh, where the manacles are, to the right of the panel. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll run up to the top right pillar um, and try and get some cover, I guess. This sword's going to come after me. Yeah, that's my turn. Amazing. Me, me, me. Right, after Patty comes Maud. So, how close am I to Bitch Rose? Uh, 30 feet. Okay, I would like to hellish rebuke because I've looked at it and I can point my finger and at her and it will individually only do hellish rebuke to her within 60 feet. So that's fine. Yes. Does it not? Hang on. Are you saying there's something in the rules that says you can target people individually with hellish rebuke without definitely your finger? And the creature that damaged you is momentarily surrounded by hellish flames. So yeah. Oh, cool. What what kind of saving throw does she have to make? Dexterity, I think. Yeah, it takes two d10 fire damage on on a failed save, or half as much damage on a successful one. Um, attack save dex sixteen. Twenty four pass. You're making it all. He's a DM, so he's kind of making it all up. I guess. <laughs> yeah, making it all up. This is I all need, fantasy. Need to use make my believe. throwaway phrase as well. Get away from him, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to flick her the V's and call her a. Bitch. Oh, what was? Hold on, stay there. A Tower Hamlet's Tracy. Wow. Oh. Jesus Christ. Shakespearean. Yeah. So, that's Maud. Aristobulus, you are up next. Cool. Uh, with bonus actions, I'm able to do a spell and then an armed strike. If you do if you do a spell that's a bonus action... Can I... Can my spell slot be... Um, let me just double check. Can it be spiritual weapon and then an armed strike? You know what the great thing is? If you cast spiritual weapon, because it's a bonus action, right... You can you can use it to attack on that same turn as a bonus action, and then hit someone with your action. That's my plan. It's almost like we're in sync there. So I'd like to cast spiritual weapon, but um, how many? Um, how 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 strong is she? How many hit points are we talking here, AJ? Is she doing all right? We don't know. Is she on her last legs? Uh, she looks like she's taking a little bit of a pounding. You know, some of her <laughs> makeup's a little bit smudged. There's a hole in the side of her dress where her lung used to be. Um, <laughs> Her nose is slightly off kilter where you broke it with a tin of sweet corn. Ah, yes. And there's a lump on the side of her head where Hanash threw a leg bone at her. God, we've, uh, got, we've, gone, on, we've gone from X hamster to 4 here. Yeah. It's, uh, it's this is how you debase legendary creatures. Yeah, she's, she looks a little bit threadbare, but she's okay. Awful. She's 2,000 okay. years old. She's seen worse. Cool. Well, she's about to see worse because my spiritual weapon is going to be slightly different than the usual massive... <gasps> Blue cock. Um, I think. I think today we should cast a massive ass. I think that would be better. 
I think it should be a huge ass that backs her into a corner, a massive spiritual bumhole. Okay. Oh, you actually you want you want the rim, not not the cheeks. I want it all. I want, uh, yeah. I need oh, you it. want it all? Okay. I want it all. Cheeks to rim. It all. Also, it's spread out. It's the cheeks are spread open like clappers. Correct. Okay, got it. As, yeah, as yeah, if yeah, someone yeah. was, I don't know, popping their sack, you know? <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't feel you're using that properly. No, Chris confirmed. That's a good way of using it. Oh, okay, okay. Confirmed anything but any way that AJ uses it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Dan, Hang on, are you, are you holding the sack out the way? So it's just... It's just, it, it's, it's, you know, you're popping it. Popping it in the breeze. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. As the kids like to say. Pop it like it's hot. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exa- exactly. <laughs> Finally. You've got some drip, as the kids like to say. Yeah, stop now. You're, you're drippy. Stop, stop it. Just stop it. Just what? That's stop what the kids it. say. The kids don't say. They say I hope you're drippy. You're say drippy. <laughs> all right, all right. Come on, just make the bloody roll. Okay, so it's, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm aiming to back, it's going to back her into a corner, you know. Imagine being 2,000 years old and seeing a massive glowing arse coming at you. What you can do well, it's, a, it's a weapon you can try and do her damage i don't know whether you can well push her in i want to yeah i want to try and crush her with it i guess because you can crush her between the cheeks right yep <laughs> go for it betwixt the cheeks um, betwixt the cheeks as shakespeare would say yeah, exactly so uh one d alas poor lilith i knew her well <laughs> plus one um shit what do i have to do i have to do a d4 so i've got to get plus one we've got five remember to roll a d20 to see if you hit yeah you have to see if you hit her first okay well the we're on a fucking what we on shit run of the 20 is a 10 so i'm gonna assume that's not a hit what are you adding to the 20 we're gonna add one sec five ah so close as you hear a crackling in the ozone, as all of you look round expectantly for the shaft and the balls, it doesn't appear. Instead, a beautiful set of cheeks appear out of the roof from the heavens coming down. You see they open, revealing the single cyclops eye of the taint as it drifts down to Lilith. She's like, holy hell, what the hell is that? As the two cheeks slap together. You all look as it, they unpeel, as Lilla stands there, fine as the day she was born. She's like, that was a rush. You gotta get me a pair of those. I've lived 2,000 years. No one's ever crushed me in their crack before. <laughs> in my mind, the theme tune to the arsehole is the remix to Ignition. Oh, yeah, that is. Look at her, whoop, whoop. <laughs> yes, as she's back to the corner. But it doesn't really do any damage, but it has provided a worthy distraction, which was kind of the point of it anyway. So with my second action, which will be my attack, is uh, I'm going to use a crossbow because I think there's something quite poignant about, f- f- like, letting her off a crossbow to go directly through a spiritual anus. It just feels right, you know? Legend. In terms of XP, it feels like what I would do the most. So it's like, um, it's like it's on point. Yeah, exactly. So while she is distracted by the the, the big spiritual bomb, I think it's time mm-hmm. that the crossbows come out and <laughs> straight through the middle. Crossbow of Christ. Exactly, exactly. A holy crossbow, if you will. <laughs> straight through the hole. Yep, make me the roll. 
Right, boss, let's go. Ten. What a waste of fucking time. Ten. <laughs> yeah. As you fire the crossbow at her, it goes, <laughs> she catches it in front of her face. She's like, ah, ah, ah. I'm not falling for that shit again. As she pulls her nose back into joint where the sweet corn broke it. She's like, you third can piss off. <laughs> what a load of shit. What a load she of shit. Fl- she, she snaps the crossbow quirrel Fuck. with her hands and throws it to the floor. Toad flaps his turn. Toad flaps is like, looks over at Tatty with the sword as she's like, don't you worry, little man. There's a life pact between us. As Toad flaps charges across the room to behind you where the flaming sword is. Have you always been Scottish? Yeah. Yes, I've always been Scottish. Fucking racist. Just, just keeping you on it. <laughs> I don't know if you'd on the accent wheel. No, I spent years writing these characters. How dare you? I've always been Scottish. 20 minutes. 20 minutes at most. 20 minutes. I've got a limited repertoire of accents. <laughs> I've always had a Scottish brogue. Belsiar, you are up. Is she, yeah, she's still right in front of me. Yeah. Can I get advantage on a danger close ice knife? <laughs> no. But you can use an ice knife if you want and kill everyone. Well, if I use, if I use ice knife... Assuming I'm within five feet. Well, Hanash, Aristobulus, you and Lilith are all within about five feet of each other. Oh, shit. But Keep is fine. Keep is fine. Who are my two favourite people? I'm going to nobly use careful spell. So whatever happens, Hanash and was Aristobulus will be safe. Wait, Aristobulus isn't within five feet of her because he shot her with a cross... He tried to shoot her with a crossbow. His spiritual weapon is the big, the big, thick, the big, thick weapon is, but he's not. Can I ask a question? Is it a bad thing you were all vampires? <laughs> could be fun. Could be fun. We're not doing that good so far, so it could be inevitable. Yeah. <laughs> good. We'll see where it takes us. Okay, so Belsia, yeah, um, Hanash, yourself, Lilith, you're all danger close. Okay, so if, if it's just me and Hanash, I'll protect both of us with careful spell. So I'll roll to hit a Lilith with, with the old ice knife. It's been a while since we've had an ice knife. Pray, pray for the best. Okay, that's a 13 to hit. Is that right? Yeah. No, a 12 to hit. 12 to hit. As you see her look at you, she's like, oh, I'm interested to see what you're going to do. As you channel your powers, the very air freezing in front of you as a knife appears out of shards of frozen water from the air. As it fires across the room, she moves her head to one side. Hanash, you feel it graze against your cheek as it twats into the wall behind you, um, shattering harmlessly into little ice cubes on the floor. She's like... Well, I do declare you've got some moves. Not not so harmlessly, because she needs to succeed on a dexterity 13 saving throw. Even on a miss? Even on a miss. That's how Ice Knife worked. Oh, she gets 10. So she fails. So she takes... Calling for the old hand grenade fell behind you trick. <laughs> as it detonates, how much damage does she take? Uh... 13 plus... Ooh, I knew it. Yeah, 13 plus 8. 21. And what's that composed of? All cold or some piercing? Cold. 
Oh, so how much total? Uh, what did I say? 21. Wow. Okay. Nice. Okay. As she's like, I do declare you've got some moves, but not this time. As it goes, kaboom, behind her. She's like, <laughs> ah! <laughs> like, on the floor, like pins of fucking ice sticking out the back of her. <laughs> As she picks herself off the floor, just pulling shards of ice out the back of herself. This crack's got claws. <laughs> this crack's got some moves. Is it the end of your turn? Uh, yes. Excellent. As it reverts to Lilith's turn, as you see her slowly pulling shards of ice out of herself, one sharp spike as she winces, pulling it out as they melt in her hand. As she looks at you, you see her very calmly looking at you. She says, well, this has been fun, but if you if you will forgive me, I'm parched. I'm just going to go and get a drink. As you see her explode into a flurry of bats, she goes Ooh. flying across the room she's like i will be back i just need to top up my rosé uh, can i uh if a creature does a spell within five feet of me i can attack use my reaction to attack it what have you got the rapier yeah you're talking about Belsier, right yeah <laughs> self-defense yeah i didn't know it was careful uh nine to hit so it misses nine to hit she's like eh, eh, eh. I need to take a wine break. <laughs> you wait for me, I'll be right back. This vampire is trashy. I love it. And hear you. I'm a classy lady. <laughs> you might think I've run away. Yes, I'm tapping up on my Zinfandel. <laughs> Having myself a little tipple, I'll be right back. Lambrini. Right, listeners, we are going to run out of time if we don't split this episode in two here. And I want to give this combat the space it needs listeners we're going to take a pause here we're going to come back next week and we're going to pick up this combat Lilith for narrative reasons had to turn into a a bunch of bats which if you look at the rules of vampire she can do and she's gone to just get herself a little drink she's a little bit dry not like that probably because she's 2000 years old but she's she's dried up a little bit and she's just gone to get a tipple of rosé she will be back to carry on the fight next week Okie dokes. Right. Listeners, we hope you've enjoyed yourself. I'm going to just take a quick pause here and I'm going to say, listeners, for the love of God, can someone enter our competition to win a free T-shirt? We've only had one entry so far. All the fuck you have to do is send in a picture to us wherever you like to listen to the podcast. We've had one sodding entry. Hold up. Hold up. We want some binge (laughs) Yes. Someone from Australia likes to listen to us in a back alley of bin chickens, which are some sort of Australian birds. No, that no, like no, no. Debris no. Out of bin a bin. chickens. The bin chickens are the one. All right. Well, fine. We've had one entrant. So, listeners, for the love of God, enter the fucking competition. Get on Twitter. Get on Instagram. Get on Facebook, and send us a picture of wherever you like to listen to the podcast. But the chance to win a free T-shirt from Adventure is Anonymous. We've got we've got merch. One entry so far. You've still got a couple of weeks. Get to it. Just a quick. A quick note for the listeners: Usually, when we run competitions, they don't they don't have so much desperate or angry energy when we when we ask for entries. Um, have you seen the fucking t-shirt competition we ran, where we tried to give the t-shirt away? The first two people said no. Third lady fucking begrudgingly accepted it, and then replied and said, "I'm not interested, but maybe my husband might wear it." <laughs> 
It's two for two in terms of composition so far. Yeah. It's definitely Bullshit. a two. But I love to, I love, do you know what? I love the transparency because what other podcasts do this where they, where they don't just smoke and mirrors and be like, oh, there's been so many people who've yeah. this shit. You're just, you're angrily running, going, just take, take the fucking shit, okay? Just take it. I love these people that are like going to competitions just so they can tell us to fuck off. <laughs> 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 you want to know? I want you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, let's just be honest about it. No one wants our fucking merch. Can't give it away. So if you can top a picture of some bin chickens in a back alley eating garbage out of a fucking like open wheelie bin, send us a picture. <laughs> that- you might be in with a chance. I'll fucking mail it to you. I tell you what, I've got a fucking postcard of potato. I'll put it in with the fucking thing and mail it to you too. So we're doubling down on prizes. Just anyone, just for my own fucking sense of well-being. And, uh, just someone enter, please, anyone. Except over 18 only and you're not allowed to be in one of my relatives. Those are the only deal. Right. Fair. Okay. Go, rant over. Really, really calm ending there. The great delivery. Mm-hmm. If we take that one from the top, just, just try something a little harder. Maybe just yeah. no, I, I stand by it. I stand by it. I'm, I'm not proud. I give a shit. I'm paying for this out of my own money. Interesting. Ma- Margaret, Interesting. stop entering. You don't allow that. <laughs> <laughs> my mum. You started my mum. Stop getting your husband t shirts for free, Margaret. Fuck's sake. Yeah. Leave my mum out of this. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You said no relatives. <laughs> I'd like to take this opportunity to wish Margaret a very happy birthday. Oh, yeah, Margaret. Happy birthday for tomorrow. <laughs> happy birthday, happy Margaret. birthday, Margaret. Thank you. Love you never Margaret. listen to this. If you do listen to this, I'm all I'd decide to say I'm sorry. Okay. Before we let you go, we just want to say a big thank you for t- tuning in for another dollop of fun-packed fantasy fucknuggetry. Since you made it this far, why not consider hitting that subscribe button? Never miss another episode again. Better yet, if you're feeling juicy, why not consider giving us a five-star review on whatever podcasting platform you are on? All of your reviews and recommendations, long way, spreading the word of our misadventures far and wide. Now then, if you fancy entering our great competition there, or just chatting to us about anything that you heard across the course of this episode, you can find us on Twitter, at AnO one but you can also find us on Instagram and Facebook. Right, so that just leaves time to say a huge goodbye from Saint Smut himself. Yeah, see you soon. It's been real. Um, yeah, thanks. I don't know how we follow that rant, to be honest. It's, uh, yeah, that, that was, <laughs> it was a lot, wasn't it? It was a lot. I'm hoping we can get you back next week. If we can coordinate a day next week, Lewis, do you think you can come back to finish this fight off? Sure as hell hope so. We'll see what around happens. Band practice. We'll, around we'll, your we'll... massive tour dates. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Next up, it's a massive goodbye from the feral Ewok herself. Until Williams. Bring your Bing chickens. Come on. Bring your <laughs> Bing chickens. <laughs> next up, live and direct from his finished sauna, it is Mr. Matt Durant. But by... Wow. It's like an introduction, but it's a de-introduction. De-introduction, yeah. You can sing us out. You do the best singing out. Oh. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Right. Next up, it is a massive goodbye from, well, the the newly born vampire himself. Or is he? Mr. Chris Rag. Goodbye. 
You're going to have to keep your fingers on your holes for the next week just so you don't bleed out. <laughs> that's, good, to, that's good advice anyway. Yeah. Just always one hand on it. you got to protect your neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got seven holes. you got to block at least two of them. So, your choice. And finally, <laughs> it's a massive goodbye from the horny capitalist himself, <laughs> Mr. Chris New. <laughs> goodbye, my precious blueberries. We're all going to die. Oops, all vampires. Amazing. Who knows? Right, that's it. The end. We've had enough. Piss off. Go home. Goodbye.